Now, Outsander, we will see who has more arms. Eye of all! Hit the theme music. Welcome back. What? <laughs> what? Wow! Um, great in, great start. Great start. Good power, good uh-huh. intro, and you immediately fumble it. Yep, immediately. <laughs> All oh, right. man. One second. Well, I, I uh, no, I came back, and I was, like, still putting my headphones on when you did, like, room tone and everything, and mm-hmm. then, like... I didn't, I didn't adjust like my mic or anything. So I was like fixing it. And then I was like, uh, how do we start? Hire um, us to produce your podcast. Hire us. We know what we're doing. We're professionals. Crackling oat brand. Oat brand. Slow readers. Yeah, that's us. This is Slow Readers, America's fast paced literature podcast. Hell yeah. Brought to you by Top Gallon Radio. Here, the conversation's always on reading. It's always on books. It's always on comics. It's always on graphic novels. It's always on wine. It's always on comic. You said that already. Comics? I said wine. No, but you said that already. I said what? No, comics. I was going to say comics. You said comics? Oh, already? I thought yeah. you were like. Right. No, no, I'm talking about. Yeah. I thought you were reprimanding me. I'm like, what? What? No, 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 no. Okay. I, I think I'm repeating what so you how said. How dare you? Um. <laughs> Yeah, it's on. Which one of us is drunk? It's on nice rosé. I don't know. Are you drunk? No, I barely drank today. All right. Yeah, I'm not really drunk. Yeah. Anyway, we're a real literature podcast. Beyond (laughs) that, we're the only explicit literature comedy podcast on the market. Uh You're not going to get any other shows like NPR Storytime where they say words like fuck. We say words like butt. We say words like flim flam. We say words like eater of filth. We say words like. That's how I interpreted the the bird monsters. The yeah. bird monsters. Okay, no, I can see that. All right. Yeah, Gabriel. Yeah. Who and what are you? Hello, everyone. My name is Gabe Mara, a comedian. Every now and again, I'm a writer and a podcast producer. Mm-hmm. And um, if you're ordering liquor in a Studio City area, I'm probably delivering it to you. Yep. Co-host, who are you? I'm Danny Gonzalez, an audio Gonzalez, producer, Gonzalez. audio producer, editor, author, and a novelist. Of note. Of note. A writer of fiction? How do I usually say this? I don't know how to do this thing anymore. (laughs) Writer of fiction. Listen, a lot of time has passed. A week. One whole week. And like, nothing has changed. Dude, time means nothing right now. No, nothing. It really means nothing. Um, I've, you probably heard me tell this story a bunch of times, but, um, Mm -hmm. in my life, there's like a solid, like, two week period where it's everybody's birthday that like is like usually close to me or in my family Uh uh-huh like like direct family except for me except for you i'm your family you're like way the fuck out there yeah but like everybody else i'm a sagittarius there is like a two there's like less than two months where everybody it's like my dad my mother uh, my brother, mine, Ethan, uh, my uh, my cousins, Ethan, friend of the show, Ethan Parkinson, uh, Kirsten Dunst, also yeah, Taurus, absolutely good, good woman, mm-hmm. Taurus. Um, also, it's amazing seeing all the people being like, "Oh, it's this person's birthday," and I'm like, "I fucking knew it. Fucking knew this it. person's cool." Well, what happened? What happened nine months ago that people would be fucking so much? Because I'm born at la- like set like third last week of November, so that means nine months prior, I was conceived probably on Valentine's Day, like many other people. Oh, um, the end of summer. Hmm. Start of school season. Yeah. The Boys know. of Summer, what Glenn Frey was all about. Gabriel! Or was that other, the other one? Anyway. Are you, are you saying that your birthday coincides with like people who would have like uh, been conceived around like Valentine's or something yeah. like that? Oh. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. the, the most, the most unplanned. 
The too much wine baby. Oh shit, the wine babies. Mm-hmm. So this is slow readers. So also, said Hawaiian babies. Before we go on about Hawaiian babies, I just want to say real quick that if y'all out there are loving this and everything, and you're oh, huge yeah. fans of the show, we just need to do one thing: do a, do us a favor, be a pal, and just hit like. And hit yeah. subscribe. And then also just like leave some kind notes because we always appreciate that kind yeah, of thing. Press one oh. button to support our show. Press like, press subscribe, press follow. And if you want to write a review for us, we'll re- definitely read your review on air. Yeah. And I'll, I'll sing a song on the spot about you. Yeah, he will. And It'll uh, probably be to the tune to uh, Sarah by Starship. How's that go? It goes, Sarah, Sarah, no time is a good time for goodbye. That doesn't doesn't sound familiar. It's it's okay. It's okay. It's an eighty song. All right. Uh, so this is slow readers. Mm-hmm. Gabriel. Yeah, boy. We have a book to talk about. We have a book, and it is not just any book. It's a bunch of images in a binding with uh-huh. adhesive uh-huh. and uh, words. Uh huh. And uh, made made from trees. Yeah. Maybe even animals. Pow. Who knows? What? Okay. Well, maybe there might be gelatin in this. Uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe the, maybe the glue that binds us together is made of horses. The ties that bind, it's all know. horses. But that said, um, we have a we have a, a thing to talk about. A comics, yeah. As we learned uh, in a previous episode when we did um, understanding comics by Scott McCloud. Scott McCloud. Uh, and I, we've done comics before. We did all. We did the main uh, Battle Angel Alita series. You most certainly did. Uh, we did Understanding Comics, kind of counts. Yeah, we did um, uh, um, the Green River Killer. Yes, Green River Killer. I think that was the, that was the first one. Um, yeah. And now we're doing another comics. Yeah, buddy. And Gabriel. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was a. This is like what I like to call like a selfish pick. Uh-huh. Uh, because you don't say it, it's like instead of like being like oh we could do this and that and everything like that we're doing everything outside of our wheelhouse we're going to be doing I think um, uh, 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 Sylvia Plath's book next week yeah Bell Jars next week Bell Jar yeah um, but this one is like oh yeah but I've also been like this has been sitting in the corner of my room and it's like I wanted to do this for the show yeah and that's basically what we're going to do I just like hey here's this thing I love and we're going to do it for the show sure <laughs> yeah man I'm never opposed yeah man so Gabriel, uh-huh. for this episode, yeah, this fucking episode, yeah, we're gonna talk this ninety-minute episode. We're gonna, in this ninety-minute episode. Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk. Yeah, let me look at the time. We're <laughs> gonna talk about profit number one, graphic novel collected volume number one, remission issues twenty-one through twenty-seven, twenty-seven, twenty-six, something like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and I'll get to that in a moment. Oh man. Um, Gabriel. Yes, Daniel. Uh, I have a. Oh qu- wait, who, who's it by? I didn't say the names. Yes, it's by like a. It's by several people. Primarily, uh, it's like uh, like the like the kind of head person of the whole thing is Brandon Green. Uh, Brandon Green. Graham. Brandon Graham. Mm-hmm. Uh, a name that I always found weirdly difficult to say because it's Brandgram. two first names. Mm-hmm. Brandgram. Or Damgram. I, I, that'd be much easier to Brandgram. say. Brandgram. Um, but yeah, uh, but also like uh, it's it's illustrated by like like a regular like kind of like series of people who kind of one person particularly because there's multiple characters as the story goes on. Yeah. And uh, there's like an illustrator for each of like the main characters for the most part. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, so we'll, I'll actually get to that in a moment, but I don't get too far ahead. Already how to talk, Mama. Because yeah, now let's just roll back the clock a little bit and talk about a little guy whose name I can't get right. Uh huh. <laughs> name Brandon Graham. Okay. Yes. Also, I thought, I thought you could talk about Rob Liefeld. Actually, I will. Okay. Uh, that was gonna be a spoiler alert. You just ruined the mid uh, the mid episode surprise. <laughs> Good job. I, that's what I do. Good did. job. Well, my game's about him. So. <laughs> are your games about him? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, also, I want to say, um, yeah. How familiar? How familiar are you with with Prophet? 
Um, I had no knowledge of it. I believe I borrowed that exact graphic novel from you mm-hmm. for about four years, and oh, I yeah? didn't read it until I finally sat down and read it. Then I gave it back to you. Right. Like I had it in like my Brooklyn apartment for like years. Uh-huh. Um, and um, I that's really all I knew of it. You, you were like, read this comic. I'm like, fine, and I did. And I remember really liking all of it. And then I just didn't have the, you know, the wherewithal or desire, not like no, no passionate desire or anything, to borrow the rest of them. Yeah. So it was uh, kind of an open and shut case for me. Yeah. Also, and I'll get to this later, but like, you know, like also back then, like, I don't even know if I had the other volumes. <gasps> I had like, I bought the, I was buying the original single issues like as <gasps> they were coming out. Like I, I discovered this when I I bought the first one. Um, I mean, well, number twenty-one. But n- nothing interrupt you. How and why did you get into this? I don't know. This was so long ago. I really don't. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I remember it might be something that my brother, because my brother uh, used to be a hard comics person. Yeah, like not, a not like even a as long, a kid, long box person. Yeah, he was a long box person. Not even as a kid. Like after, like I think late college slash like post college, he got super into comics. I think, you know, once you get to be a certain age, um, you decide you finally have the money to blow on things you had a vague interest in. Yeah. Like for me, um, I loved video games as a kid. Mm-hmm. Stopped playing video games for like seven years. Yeah. And then one day um, I had money. I was a grown man, a full-time job. And I'm like, I guess I'll buy video games again. And look where I am now. Yeah, dead. Nearly. I was was trying to find a clever way to say it. I was gonna be like, yes, almost dead. Yeah, Um, I'm I'm attached to a tube, and all I do is I think about Animal Crossing. There you go, Animal Crossings. Um, yeah, uh, not Animal Farm. Mm -hmm. Um, but Crash Courses. Crash Courses. Uh, that said, um, yeah, no, the he so like he would like regularly go to like he had like a hold pile, you know, yeah, at like the local one in Allentown, but actually Bethlehem, yeah, uh, the Dreamscape, Dreamscape, which unfortunately closed down because uh, it was run by a a married couple Mm -hmm. and uh, the the man uh, passed away. Yeah, Um, they reopened to a new thing now. They're like Bethlehem Seal City Comics or something. Yeah, did they? Okay, yeah, that's good. They're they're up and running. I know. All right, but uh, but yeah, no, he he picked this up and like again like. I know everything that my brother was into as a kid. Like, he was never into superhero comics. Mm -hmm. Just like you. Yeah, just like me. And then he got into superhero comics, and he tried to get me into superhero comics. Did not stick. Yeah. Although, I I have read a few that I like, but I'm not going to get too far into it. But um, but no, this was just one of the things he picked out, and unlike a lot of them, I I picked this up, and I was like, yeah, I love this. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Uh, But that's it. All right. Let me me turn back the wheel of time a little bit. And let's talk about a little guy called Brandon Graham. Brand Graham. I keep wanting to call him Green. Mm-hmm. Brand Brandon Graham. Brandon Graham. Brandon Graham. Brandon Graham. Sounds like Joe Don Baker. Gabriel. Yeah, what? Graham was born in Oregon in 1976. Whoa. Yeah. He started Our out- country's bicentennial? T- true. Yeah, I guess so. That's right. Oh, that's that's nice. Much I like that. It's a good origin story. Yeah, there you go. Um, he started out as a graffiti artist, and he also got his start drawing pornographic comics. Awesome. Such as Pillow Fight and Perverts of the Unknown. Sure. Uh, he wrote and drew the first episode, uh, the first issue, I should say, of Multiple Warheads, uh, which would eventually become a mainstream comic published by Oni Press. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, I've heard of Multiple Warheads. I actually still, to this day, I don't really know what it is. I have no idea what that is. The only Oni Press that I have any familiar with is uh, Scott Pilgrim. Oh, that's Oni Press, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... He then worked in uh, New York City for 10 years with NBM Publishing. I looked up this one and I, I didn't recognize anything that they really did. Got nothing. Um, but then he moved to Seattle in 2007 and published original works, Escalator in King City. 
Uh, mm. King City was nominated for an Eisner Award. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and Image Comics announced that they would start publishing King City, I think, in like 2009. Or what was it about? Uh, pff, I don't know. It was about it, a city of kings? It was It was some kind of like weird, like, like it was It was more of like, like a literary thing. But like, it's, I mean, it, it's hard to describe uh, Graham's kind of like aesthetic. But like, if you see enough of his stuff, you'd be like, oh, it's like a Brandon Graham thing. Sure. Uh, which is actually kind of nothing like profit. But yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Uh, that's it. Uh, besides this, uh, before we got talk about John, uh, John profit, uh, Graham has also, uh, he's done guest covers and guest art for comics such as Godzilla empowered the wicked and the vine empowered. Yeah. Uh, huh. and, and hack slash fucking pervert. Yeah. Uh, Adam Warren. Yeah. Oh, hack slash. That was a good time. Hack slash. Yeah. He, clearly he's not really done, uh, like big superhero stuff. Sure. Like he's always been kind of on the outside. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's done like hack slash and Godzilla though. Um, uh, he's also edited and occasionally contributed to the anthology comic Island for two years. Okay. Okay. So John tight. Pro- so John profit. Here's where the, act- here's where like the left turn's going to be, even though it's very spoiled, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but John profit, the character, uh, one second first appeared in 1992 in issue two of Rob Liefeld's young blood. What? Whoa. Oh my God. Let that me- guy who appeared in that jeans commercial. Did he? The man who ruined X Men? Yeah. Well, the guy I, who made the Captain America tits picture? Yeah. Uh, I, I, you know a lot more about this, and I'm gonna. Get, we'll get. To I that don't know story much about him. Part. I just know like the very, very you, basic. Facts. You know, you know that though. I don't know. Um, uh, but uh, no, I was gonna ask. How familiar are you with Young Blood? Basically, not at all. Uh, I know Grifter, and I know um, uh, I know the basic history of um of Young Blood and Rob Liefeld, and like how he became like just fucking caricature by the time his career was over he's Uh, still around but he he is his heyday he was big enough to star in a jeans commercial (laughs) which i like you said that i'm like serious yeah no he was a superstar he was enormous he was a household name very briefly it's fucking weird yeah Yeah. he he was huge like he defined the 90s cartoon aesthetic yeah comic aesthetic him and like todd mcfarlane yeah yeah that's actually a good way to put it and um like todd mcfarlane has like probably like there's like some people who are like nostalgic for that kind of thing yeah but like the listeners, if you're not familiar with the '90s comic aesthetic, the mm. superhero aesthetic, a lot, of, you know, you know, the horrible caricatures of like half naked, extremely busty women of like, like really, like massive gazongas and big butts thonged to hell, and like, like this, the hideousness of the proportions. And the men were no better; they were like, yeah. they were like colossuses of muscle that looked inhuman and kind of like what's what I'm looking for? Um, not vulgar. Repugnant, and that's not it either. Like revolting, grotesque, grotesque. That's like, exactly what I, I was looking for. I, I would describe it as both on um, both ends because, like, on a, in a way, now I don't want uh, to go too softly on the comics on the comics uh, industry here, where it's like, like the nineties were that, a bad time for that, comics. That description of like how they do women, it's like honestly, that's not terribly different from how they're still it's being drawn not, today, unfortunately. So, uh, like, we want to say, like, now the thing about Rob Liefeld is that like he makes that seem like practical and realistic exactly you look at some of like the really ungainly like frank cho cheesecake things yeah like fucking rob liefeld like he had like Cho had nothing on him yeah and it, so yeah if you hated comics in the 90s it was because of him yeah if you have that image of like what comics looked like that and it's it's his fault yeah um and young blood was basically his thing and young blood blood was essentially like that thing yeah um, it was supposed to be like his like justice league it was yeah. gonna be the new hot fucking thing we're, well i'm gonna get to the a lot of this in a moment but like essentially um a lot of his young a lot of his young blood characters and a lot of his other like sort of original characters 
are kind of like, you know, I don't know wrong, like Marvel and DC does this to each other as well. A lot of them are kind of like ripoffs of like yeah. various char- like other characters, but we'll get to that. Okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, again, John Prophet sh- uh, first appeared in issue two of Young Blood. Uh, Liefeld said the character was, inspi- uh, was inspired by Gene Roddenberry and Steven Spielberg. Sure. For people who don't know, Roddenberry is the guy who created uh, Star Trek. And for those who don't know, Steven Spielberg directed in 1941. Yes. And uh, uh, always. Yes. Uh, the character was a. Don't ra- forget Duel. And Duel. Hey, Duel's supposed to be good. Duel, bro. That was by that was by a story by Matt Math, Mathis, Mathis, Richard Mathis. Mm-hmm. It's Richard Mathis. I have the short story collection. Whatever. Cool. Um, the character was originally supposed to debut in uh, X Force uh, mm. for Marvel, which uh, he was doing at the time. It was actually really popular. Um, but instead, Liefeld did that thing where he's like, "No, I want to focus on creator-owned stuff because, yeah, like, yeah, you, you get fucking money out of that." Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so uh, when John Prophet first appeared, and I'm gonna explain like Rob Liefeld in a moment, but when John Prophet first appeared. In brief, he was a homeless man in World War II era America who volunteered to be experimented on by Dr. Horatio Wells, a time-traveling scientist from the future. Oh. Not done. <laughs> Wells, <laughs> Wells changed pro, uh, Prophet's programming from evil to good after a change of heart and placed him into stasis. <gasps> uh, when he re-emerged... Late many years later, confused and unaware of where he was, he fought the Young Blood team and then like became their friend or whatever. Um, essentially, it's a Rob Liefeld Captain America. Sure, you know it's yeah. like literally like yeah, a gritty '90s Captain America ripoff. Yes, and it looked like a Rob Liefeld character. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, and Rob Liefeld, you kind of went into this a little bit. Um, he's actually most well known uh, as the co-creator of the characters Cable and Deadpool. Yeah. Uh, he also grew popular. Yeah, he did uh, New Mutants, X-Force. Uh, Youngblood number one was apparently the first uh, uh, issue ever published by Image Comics. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he's been called one of the most controversial creators in comics history. Yep. Due to his art style and questionable business practices with giving proper credits. <laughs> but that's it. All right. So uh, John Prophet, the original series was like issue zero to uh, uh, zero to eleven. Uh, those are assumed were both written and drawn by Liefeld. I'd imagine so. Uh, another eight issues came out in 1995, uh, written by Chuck Dixon. Don't know those. Um, uh, Chuck Dixon did a lot of work for DC. He, um, I think he more or less created Nightwing. That okay. he, um, uh, like, there was an entire long run of Nightwing comics um, created by Chuck Dixon. All right. He was a he was a big shot in DC for a long while. It, it sounds faintly familiar. The name. Yeah, his Nightwing comics are excellent. Okay. Uh, in two th- in the year two thousand, a one shot came out published by Awesome Comics. Hey, I don't know what that means. that's a great name. <clears throat> that's it. All right. So in two thousand eleven, Image Comics announced that several of Liefeld's original properties are going to be like kind of like renewed or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Profit number twenty one came out in January twenty twelve. <gasps> uh, the main series concluded in July two thousand fifteen. What? It, uh, Fourteen. I'm sorry. July uh, two thousand fifteen. Fourteen. <laughs> Which 2014. one is it? <laughs> With issue uh, 45 and continued with a miniseries called Prophet Earth War. Okay. Uh, from January to November 2016. Uh, there were also two issues of an encyclopedia min- miniseries called Prophet Strike File. All right. Almost done here. I don't know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Prophet is- That was all very interesting. Yeah. Prophet is the- uh, As I kind of- dis- uh, Before we started. So Graham is the primary writer of the of the new series. Uh-huh. Uh, Graham, but Graham very much uh, credits- this as kind of being like like done by a team by like the actual regular uh, illustrators he works with. Who are? Who are? There's Simon Roy. Mm. There's Farrell Dalrymple. Sure. Which sounds like a name I just made up. Yeah, it really sounds like <laughs> like a Matt Gorley name. Oh, hey, my Sparrow's name is Fred Flipflop. <laughs> <laughs> my name is 
Soren Branabadan. My name is Daryl. And uh, <laughs> just Daryl. Okay, so Feral Dalrymple. Strawberry. If I'm pronouncing it right. Sure. And then uh, uh, a name that I also find really hard because it's like the most Greek name in the world. I'm assuming it's Greek. Uh, Giannis Mil- Milano G- Giannis. Sure. <laughs> G- Giannis. Milana Giannis. Okay. That's, that's kind cool. of like a Johan Johansson kind of thing right gotcha. there. Gotcha. But, uh, and uh, one last thing, Graham stated in an interview that the goal for profit was to, quote, out Conan, the original, the, the current run of Conan the Barbarian. Cool. So, that's it. Woof. Gabriel. Yes, Daniel. Now, we're going to talk about Profit Remission. Volume 1, Remission. Volume 1, even though it's not actually Volume 1, it's actually like issues like 21 through whatever. Yes, Reboot Volume 1. Gabriel. Mm-hmm. Is it possible you can, in brief, kind of like introduce this series to people out there who don't know what sure. this is? Um, and, and I do want to say that uh, I mentioned briefly for the listeners out there, I mentioned what Profit was back when Liefeld did it. Yeah. You don't need to remember what that was. Yeah. Do <laughs> yeah, not worry about it. No point. Honestly, it's, it's best even just jump into this thing blind. So, yeah. Seriously, like um, you could, you could get this at nearly any Barnes & Noble. So um, let me point out right away, um, listeners... If you are at Barnes & Noble, which you can't right now, actually. Never mind, just kidding. Yeah. Um, uh, if you do pick up a copy of this, you can just page through it and gurn so much wonderful imagery from it. Mm-hmm. This comic has very, very, very little dialogue or words, even. Yeah. It's mostly narration. There's next to no speech. But basically, um, how can I describe this without going scene by scene? Yeah, without... Uh, yeah. So, basically, <laughs> a, a an astronaut... A powerful man, he emerges from... The ground. The ground in a futuristic world. I, I have to say, 10,000 years into the future. 10,000 years into the future. Yes. Did they, did they say that right away? Or just kind of like Gurn? Uh, yeah, I don't remember if it's actually stated in the I don't think they but say it, definitely it actually. Is. Okay. But yeah, it's um, so basically in this mutated world, it's theoretically Earth, um, a man emerges from the, from the ground. He goes on a mission. He goes um, just trying to survive with, his, with the few gadgets he has. He's a man of next to no words. And, but he has a sort of Conan the Barbarian-esque code of heroics. Mm-hmm. He goes on a venture across the lands to awaken a satellite because he has a mission programmed in his head. The God Satellite. The God Satellite. Yes. Wink. So... John Prophet goes across a couple different adventures. Yeah, think uh-huh. like classic Conan. Like he gets in a caravan. He um uh he fucks an alien. <laughs> you know, all sorts of stuff like that. Yeah, it, it's like this weird James Bondy moment where like yeah. he, he's supposed to meet like a contact, which is this grotesque alien thing, yeah. and he goes first. You must mate with me, human. Yeah, no, it's very Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> yeah. So then uh, he eventually makes his way to the satellite, where once he gets like logged in of sorts Mm -hmm. it's revealed for the first time that there is an entire network of thousands of john prophets that's his name john prophet i said to mention that earlier there are thousands of john prophets across the universe yes and so in the following volumes we follow two other john prophets to start actually to start anyway we follow one of a tail who Mm -hmm. is in like a space station Mm-hmm. And then we follow another one, which is which one? Well, that's the last one. That's Old Man Prophet. Oh, okay, and Old we'll, Man Prophet. Let's actually let's get to that in a moment. But yeah, no, very as you said, like um, like these 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 people, they tend to like reemerge. They're kind of reawoken. Yeah, and they talk about like the Earth Empire, mm-hmm. which is this thing that like it. You get the sense that like this John Prophet, the one that we start following, is like one of the first ones to reawaken, and his job, his mission apparently, yes, is to restart, reignite the Earth 
Empire. Empire. Yeah. And again, if this is confusing, it's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. No. This yeah. this story this this comic does not tell you any real information about what's going on. Yeah. But to its one hundred percent magnificent credit, you don't really need to. Yeah. This is a story. This is pure comics in mm-hmm. its at its best, where it's just beautiful images. There's a wonderful storytelling in every panel. There are aliens of bizarre language. Uh-huh. A lot of the text is just descriptions of his equipment, and even then, it's like two sentences. Yeah, and and it's not like a, the story isn't like. By the way, this is the name of his knife, and like this is the. Mm-hmm. Here's like it like this razor wire. Like they'll keep like pointing out like an alien thing and be like the name of this is Glark Glark and you're just like okay. Sure. <laughs> so sure. you can just you can just go off the flow. This is one of those really great comics where you can either spend hours pouring over every panel or you can skip merrily along and just enjoy the adventure. This yeah. is just basic, basically wordless adventure, and it's it's fucking rad. Yeah, it's gory and it's <laughs> nuts and. It's very sci-fi and also very fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The arts, <laughs> the really, like, there's no overselling this art. How, whose art do you like the most? Oh, and also, I didn't mention, uh, Graham himself will occasionally draw uh, uh, an issue. I think he did one in this, right? I do not recall. One second. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, this one. Yeah, with the robot. Oh, the robot? Actually, forgot, Love the robot story. I forgot the robot story was in here. What's his yeah. name? I forget his name. All right. I also didn't reread it this time. I reread these things all the time. Yeah, I love that art style too. But uh, Gabriel, yeah, w- do you have a favorite artist? Not really. I mean, they're all fucking wonderful. Um, I love the robot art, but at the same mm-hmm. time, the very first one, uh, no, um, the, the one of the tail. I love like the grotesqueness of things slowly growing. Yeah. The crystals. I don't know. It's, it's just wonderful art. Dalarin. <laughs> sure <laughs> but by and, grobble yeah uh bomb to, to get into it yeah uh so simon roy does the initial uh john prophet we follow um he like the follows that dalrymple follows him with the tail again uh 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 graham i guess tends to like draw ones that are following just the robot Mm-hmm. whose name like i should really have looked up i didn't see it gary uh, gary yeah and Milana Giannis, uh, whose art I think I like the most out of all of them. Which one was his? He d- he follows J- Old Man Prophet. I see. Uh, so the the story kind of ends with basically like several John Prophets. Um, we we kind of see John Prophet just kind of looking like the same guy with like, you know, just like a, like a, a white skin guy with like an orange suit. Like there's nothing terribly spectacular about him. Yeah. But like as we go on, we tend to see like different. Like they look like him, but they don't look like him. There's an Asian one. There's an Asian one. There's there's John, even though like there's a John Prophet that are like women. There's like John Prophets that are bio machines. Like yeah. the, it gets really it gets it goes from being like oh that's interesting to like outright grotesque. Yeah, uh, a, a lot of the art is very grotesque, very yes. like um body horror ish. Yeah, it gets it gets really fucking gross. Yeah, um, but uh, the last one it show it has like a team of John prophets just like land at some like ancient alien thing that's populated by these immense like living like yeah. things that are just stomping nephilim, around. Nephilim, I believe they're called. Ne- yeah, the nephilims, which has like a biblical context. Yeah, and uh, they just like they're looking for something. It's never really explained. Mm-hmm. They're looking for something, and then they 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 find one that's like older and bigger than the rest of them. They they basically kill it. And when they're bringing it out, all of a sudden, this John Prophet just busts out of it, murders all of them, mm-hmm. and then, like, 
climbs up to like the the mothership and whatnot. Yeah, uh, we didn't talk about them as well. Yeah, you're talking the about mother- like the robot girl, the, the ghost yeah. girl. Yeah, which are great. I love that. Yeah, it's a projection of a computer system. Yeah, and who, that projects itself as like this like like helpless little girl who who like needs help and everything like that. But just like, like me. But like they're like, <laughs> all the time. I'm, like I'll be like Daniel. I need. I'm like what? There's like a small girl that needs help, and it's like just you. It's just me. Just Daniel, you play. with me. Help me. Just playing Animal Help Crossing. me beat this boss in Mega Man. <laughs> Making creepy little girl noises. Make uh, voices. I don't know. All right. But uh, but no. Uh, so like he breaks up, and that is probably that is actually like the main character for the entire series. Hmm. That is. In fact, I believe the original John Prophet. Oh, hey. Who is at this point like 10,000 years old. And uh, we get the sense that not to get too far ahead. His hair is gray. But uh, basically, John, Old Man Prophet, which that one is referred. Again, their names are all John Prophet. Yeah. Old Man Prophet uh, basically uh, contributed to helping b- build the Earth Empire in like the distant future. And then like- the year 2000? And then let it way beyond. What? Um, and then help, and then like brought it down. Like he brought down the Earth Empire. So yeah, so there's just like a, a re like a reemergence of all these old fights against him. Yeah, listeners, if this is confusing, <laughs> don't worry it about is. it. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's supposed to be. It's it's like it's it throws you into steep deep lore, uh-huh. and you don't even have to know. You can just enjoy the ride. Yeah. Um. And I I hope that maybe down the line we can do the other books. Sure. I mean, I'll, uh, you have not read them. I have not. It's the only one I've read. Yeah. And like, like this isn't even the confusing part. Like, I don't know really what, like, there. I've, if you can imagine, there's no, like, clear ending. Oh, I'd imagine not. Or like, there is an ending. Like, it clearly goes like, they end. It's a nice tie up. But like, sure. it's not like, a like, an end. It's... Yeah. This is, this is not a standard arced storyline, I'm assuming, about yeah. a way a character changes. It, it's going to be more like, you know. Yeah. Anyway. Sure. Uh, so it's cool. It, it's yeah. No, it's great. I love it. And um, maybe I tell you what, we can talk about how much we love it. I love it. Uh, again in the future. But for now, what? we should go to break. Okay. When we come back, you prepared a game for I us. I did. And then uh, we're going to play that game. Then we'll come back to the final thoughts and talk about what we're going to do next. All right. Pimping. All right. Start to break. Go. And we're back. Hi. Uh, slow readers. Hello. Uh, who are you? I'm still Gabe. And I am. <laughs> John Prophet. Yeah. Gonzalez. John Prophet Gonzalez. No, I'm Daniel. You're Daniel. Uh, <laughs> Gabriel. Uh-huh. You prepared a game for us. I did indeed. Gabriel, what the game? Daniel, while you were describing Rob Liefeld's properties, mm-hmm. I got a little worried because I'm like, I'm pretty sure Daniel doesn't know anything about Rob Liefeld's work. No, I don't. Okay, good. Uh, because yeah. Daniel, okay. this here game is okay. called Truth and Liefeld. Hey. So Daniel, what I'm gonna do? Or you could you could have also called it uh, All's Fair and, and Liefeld and War. That's true. I don't know. I That's pulled that out of my ass. Sex, Liefeld, and videotape. Nah. Okay. Um, Daniel, what I'm gonna do? I we already Liefeld described actually. to you. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Um, what I actually um uh I described the the, the kind of work. That Rob Liefeld did. These yeah. grotesque, muscle-bound men and oversexed women with bizarre, gr- like, forced, gritty stories and, like, <laughs> preoccupation of celebrity and sex and uh-huh. violence. It, it, like, yeah. I don't know. We'll get yeah. to that later. Again, everything you hated about comics in the 90s was his fault. Yes. So, Daniel, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the name and the description of a superhero comics character. And you're going to tell me, is it a Rob Liefeld character or did I make it up? 
<laughs> okay. All right, Daniel, are how you many, ready? How many are there? There is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, Daniel. Your first hero. Put on something super sweet 90s fucking techno or something. Inspector Gadget. Your first hero. Inspector Gadget. No. <laughs> Your first hero. Or villain. Whatever. We're all the same. <laughs> It'd be funny if it was like, this half-robotic inspector. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about doing it, but that would take too much time. Okay. Okay. A mutant supervillain with an extra set of super muscly arms that give him extra strength. His name? Forearm. Daniel, is that a real Rob Liefeld character? Hmm. Or did I make that up? Truth or Liefeld? Uh, I'm going to say Liefeld. Or it would be Liefeld and false. Liefeld and false? Liefeld and false. I don't well, know. I guess. Yeah, all right. All right that's, that's fine. Hey! Correct, Daniel. That is a real character. He is an enemy of Cable. Yeah, Um. actually, I was going to say, is that... I don't know if you've seen him. There's a four-armed guy who shows up in this. Uh, oh, the, be... the bounty hunter guy? Yeah, but I think he's a John Prophet. Yeah. Okay. Also, I, I didn't talk about that at all. We'll get to that one. Anyway. Talk about the show. Okay, okay, sorry. Your next one, Daniel. Yeah. A former Russian gymnast turned supermodel turned superhero mercenary named... Vogue. Daniel, mm-hmm. truth or Liefeld? I'm going to guess Liefeld. Well yes. done. She has like chalk white skin and a purple outfit. See, again, like that's just, that's just, you know, Black Widow. I, yeah, <laughs> like, pretty much. It, it literally is, but all right. Okay, Daniel, you're, you're two for two so far. Okay. Good on you. Your next one. A showboating hero with unlimited stamina and eight-pack abs. His name, Workhorse. Did I make that shit up, or is that a real Lob Lifefall creation? You know what? I think you made that up. Oh, my God. Daniel on top of it. Yes. Also, I think Vogue was in. Uh, ah! That's my my phone. Also, I think uh, Vogue is in uh, Prophet. Oh, really? Yeah, that's, that's she was a, part of a uh, what's it called? She was part of a young young blood. Yeah, well, like a lot of young blood pops up. Oh, that's that's cool. Yeah, did not know that. Well, again, like I, I forgot to mention that detail. Okay, <laughs> next one day. Okay, next time. A mutant supervillain with silver hair, a costume split open in the middle, and the ability to sense and manipulate electromagnetic energy fields. Ah, you gotta speak up. Her yeah, name, Gabe. <laughs> her name, Fantasia, spelled with a P-H and a Z. <laughs> Did uh, I make that up, or is that Rob Liefeld? You know what, this one, I don't know, I'm stumped, but I'm going to guess, I'm going to guess Liefeld. Hey, hey you're crushing it. That was a, that was a strong guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's your next one. Okay. An angel who fights the forces of evil and often finds herself face-to-face with demons and monsters. She's a Vampirella knockoff. Picture it. Nailed it. Her name, Evangeline. Oh, I think that is a Liefeld character. I'm going to say Liefeld. Yeah. Daniel, on your way to a perfect score. I think I've heard of that one. Oh, that by could... the way, Fantasia is a daughter of Magneto. Oh, yeah? Supposedly. Whatever. I'm I don't know if that's canon. But uh, I think Evangel- I think she's um, related to, um, <laughs> what's that 90s? 
comics with the woman who's a cop and then she be, becomes Which a, blade? a half naked. Yes. That one. I, I, th- I, I, think that. I think they're like related or they're kind of like bouncing around. They're the basically same the same thing. Yeah. Your next one, Daniel. It did. It might be the, might be um, uh, um, adrenaline from the game, and you're thinking of all these like busty women. Also, I'm just thinking about all these lifeo things. Lifeo comics just look and feel like a cocaine rush. Pretty much. Okay. A another silver-haired telepath. Okay. Who is the evil clone of a time-traveling hero? His name, Strife. Truth or Liefeld? You know, I'm gonna say Liefeld. Hey. Oh man, Daniel! Let's see if you get the perfect score. All right, one more. Okay. A blind psychic woman who can read the past of anyone she touches, and she has a booty. Her name, Hindsight. Liefeld or me? I think you made that up. Yeah. I'm really proud of that one, actually. <laughs> Daniel, perfect score. Woo. Either you know your life felt, or I half-assed this. Uh, I think it's a bit of both. I think it's a bit of both. That said, Gabriel, it's a fun game. Yeah, look up any of these characters, people. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Especially Vogue. You're like, come on, man. Uh, no, it's it's kind of amazing. Uh, and again, this is this is kind of like the joy of Prophet to go into this uh, not knowing what it is and being like, oh, this fucking thing is wild. And just being like, oh, yeah, essentially, like, some guy took these outrageous fucking Liefeld characters from, uh-huh. like, the early 90s and was like, what if this was set 10,000 years in the future after, and, like, post-post-humans? Yeah. And, like, like yeah. Told a real story. And, like, some of these, some of these p- characters, these stupid characters are still around, but, like, in, like, they've transcended into, like, like divinity or whatever like sure it's wild mm-hmm. um like come on like that vogue character is like somewhere bouncing around i don't know yeah i believe it did I- you see him uh, the latest nerdwriter video on um on marvel man no i didn't it's a good one okay I saw that and I was like, oh, cool, Nerd Rider, where's he been? Marvel Man, who gives a shit? <laughs> but no, I'll probably, I'll get around to it. You know, they're always interesting. Even when you don't think you are, they are. <laughs> um, that's it, Gabriel. They're always interesting, even when you don't think you are. Even when you don't think you are. Because you, yeah, you're never as interesting as Nerd Rider. That's true. Gabriel. Yes, Daniel. Uh, th- good job on the game. Yay. Uh, hey, I might make a comic now about Workhorse in Hindsight. All right, Workhorse in Hindsight? Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Like those are good. Those are good hero premises. No, I like them. It's just them doing administration. Yeah, and he has unlimited stamina. It's just a lot of paperwork, and <laughs> she helps him out, and uh-huh. she got that booty. Yeah, you got it. It's a million dollars. Yeah, it's a million baby. dollar idea. Don't steal it, anybody. Don't steal it. Copyright game. And if you do, make sure you write a review for our show. <laughs> that's my fee. And don't rob Liefeld Gabe. Yeah, come on, man. Yeah, man. All right. So that's it. Uh, so that's the that's that Gabe. Good job. Um, That's that pussycat. When we come back, we're going to talk more profit. Then we'll talk about hazy memories. Then we'll talk about what we're going to do next, right? Yeah. So, Gabriel, Uh I'm going to do it to bed. Okay, man. Bye. And we're back. It's still us. To Slow Readers. Profit. America's Fast Based Literature Podcast. Remission. Remission. Volume 1. Get it? it, Because he's on a mission again. I, I I get it. Yeah. Gabriel. Also cancer. Yes, that's what it is. Oh, that's another way to look at it because mm-hmm. this is the remission of the Earth Empire. Hey. Which is essentially an evil cancer in this. Hey, fair enough. Gabriel. Yep. Did you know? No. All right. First off, have you, um, yeah, have you 
at all looked at the original Prophet comics. No, I just yeah. I just look at the wiki page. All right. Uh, I uh, I remember like years and years and years ago, I was like, oh, I want to see what like the original Rob Liefeld comics are because like I'm curious. Brandon Green looked at this. Brandon Green. Brandon Green. Brandon <laughs> Graham. Neil Breen. Uh looked at this and was like, "Hey, I want to do this." And you look at it and like it's it's I couldn't get through a single issue. It's really fucking just mm-hmm. it's obnoxious and loud. I I think that's that's one of the wonderful benefits of being a writer and a content creator. If something isn't good enough, hell, even if it is, you can always be like, "You know what? I'm going to make my own version of this oh, yeah. and it's going to be rad." Totally. And again, that's that's why this is fucking awesome. Because that's why I have that Spider Girl spec script. What? What? A Spider Girl spec script. Oh, okay. For all, for all you Hollywood producers out there. Yeah, you want to read my Spider Girl script? Yeah, all you guys out there. All right. Anyway. Uh, but no, um the uh uh yeah, no, the um I completely derailed you. Yeah, completely derailed. I'm like <laughs> trying to figure out like where where am I? Okay. Uh, uh Who am I? Who am I? What am what I? What am I? Neil Breen. Come on, let me buy you a drink. <laughs> Go on. All right, sorry. Uh, my brain isn't working too well right now. Um, but no, no, I just no, no. I, I, it's unbearable. The the original thing. I read uh-huh. the first thing. It was available on like uh, what do you call it, Comicsology or whatever. And like it's just it's just like terrible. Yeah, it is. And uh, I'm sorry, that's where we were. Just talking about how. Uh, yeah, no. The, the coolest thing is that like is like Graham was just gonna be like he's not even making fun of it. He's just like 100% like I'm going to take those characters and just do my own thing that takes place yeah. 10,000 years. Yeah, like, it's awesome. It's, it's fucking I love it. Cool. Uh, Gabriel, mm-hmm. uh, uh, what I really should have been saying is that like, well, final thoughts. This is the final fo- thoughts section. Mm-hmm. Gabriel. Final uh, thoughts. Final thoughts. How do you feel about like returning to this like several years after reading it the first time? And also, are you excited to be reading more of this? in the future. Daniel, as usual, the amount of body horror stuff gave me nausea. Nice. You know, like, I really have such a weird, like, you know that whole, that, that thing where, like, you see holes, on, like, like bubbles, that kind of thing? It, it I have, like, that weird almost phobia. It's a real thing. What? Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Holes? Bubbles? Uh, like, in flesh. That, that, that kind of, like, you know, like, the, the sight of a, a honeycomb nauseates me. It's it's weird. There's a whole. It's the whole. I think the whip around minus talked about it. But yeah, there's a whole thing. Like I don't know something about. Anyway, okay. there's a lot of like body hardness that filled me. If like turned my stomach. Nice. Um, this as much as it is like it, it can be a breezy read. You're depriving yourself by hurrying through it. Yeah. Which you know meant I had to slow down and look at everything. So you can't hurry your way through this. I am looking forward to reading more of it, and it's just those great storytelling and the, the art again phenomenal yeah and uh no totally and like because i think i've only like quickly read some of the latter books uh, especially like earth war the, mm. the last one which i don't know why i just got like a whole like other stuff i read the stepstool books essentially the next one yeah you did you did uh but uh, um yeah no it's 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 i it's kind of confusing i'm curious about like ever actually reading the earth war stories but like taking my time and trying to figure out what's happening um but yeah, no, I I love this. It's probably one of my favorite like comics what? series. I guess wait, wait. I don't know. I don't know anything else that I that I like. I, I could easily say like, well, I like that more in America or in general. In general, in Battle Angel. Well, Battle Angel, Battle Angel has like kind of like the nostalgia thing. Do you actually prefer this over Battle Angel? I think I I one hundred percent like truly like this more. Interesting. Battle Angel, but I've been reading that since I was a kid, so like mm-hmm. I kind of know everything that happens to it, and I kind of like. 
turn a blind eye to things that don't work for me sure. because it's like, well, it's Battle Angel. Well, then actually, let me ask you, because this, this is interesting to me. I talked about how I read this thing. Uh-huh. How do you read comics? Do you do you pour over every panel? Do you look for all the details? Or do you just look for the words and infer the rest of the information? Uh, no, for this, for this in particular, I kind of... It, it depends on how I feel where like there have been times where I'll quickly like gloss over things. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you said, you're like, yeah, no, if you're like kind of, if you're going like, what's going to happen and you read it and you go, Oh, that's right. It's fucking profit. You uh-huh. know, like, so yeah. if you have any story expectations, it's not going to happen. Yeah. As much as you do want to know w- what the explanation behind things are, it's the journey, man. Um, and like, they will tell you when it feels like it, but sure. like it doesn't. So like, it, like this, I'll go back and forth where like probably some of the better times I'll have is when I'm just like pouring over every single panel, like mm-hmm. panel by panel. But sure. like, yeah, that's, that's the way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Weird. What was that? Your final thoughts on it? Fuck yeah. All right. I can dig that. <laughs> Gabriel. Yeah. We have one. We have one more thing to do about this right now. It's a little thing called Hazy Memories. Okay. Brought to us by our friends at the Whip Round Podcast. Uh, 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 outright trolls. Uh, <laughs> They're but, not. They are good dudes. Bunch of octopodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, octopodes. Gabriel, when actually, well, you might have hazy memories already. Uh, mm-hmm. So, Gabriel, when you when you thought about this particular graphic novel, uh, yeah. uh, Prophet, um, what was your hazy memory that came up every time you thought about it? Funnily enough, my only hazy memories come from the first chapter. Mm-hmm. That I'm remembering he has a tail at some point. Most of it is just like um, just the the feeling, the place setting, the images of him and his axe, sword, mm-hmm. knife thing, and just coming through the, like the world. And then I remembered him um, having sex with the alien, and then lighting a cigarette afterwards. I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah. But most of you remember from it are just like sense memories of like appreciating like the, the slow world and the creepy aliens. Yeah. Um, going forward, I don't know. I, I might think about the uh, them uh, the the robot buddy. Jackson. Jackson. Who I really liked. Yeah, Jackson. Did we say that on air? No. We remember the name? Oh, sorry. Jackson. Jackson's the name of the Jackson robot buddy. Jackson Robot Buddy. And Safferson. Safferson, whatever you say that. Yes. Right. What about you, Daniel? What are your hazy memories? Uh, for this one in particular, um, and especially because like the first three, this is like five issues. The first three, no, six issues. The first three issues are following like that original John Prophet in terms of like his journey to, uh, to re- John Prophet. restarting the, uh, the God uh, Satellite. Um, so like when I think about this, I think the big ones are like those moments of just like the straight faced absurdity of like, and, and it's funny because it takes itself completely serious. Yeah. Uh, when, yeah. When he tries to foil an assassination, but he fucks it up because it's part of the process. <laughs> yeah. Which is a total Conan thing to do. Yeah. Um, definitely. Th- it was like, yeah. And it was like an ascension ceremony that involves like the new, em- the new King killing the old King or something like that. Yeah. But, um, also just like the moments, uh, as I started the show where like some, when John Prophet's just for some reason shoveling shit alongside some other alien guys. Yeah. And there's like a boy one who's like throwing knives into a thing that goes like, Ha, they die of pity. Look at look at me. Like I you you throw like you have no neck cuz it's a long yeah. neck thing. Uh-huh. Uh and then later on when that like f- tries to fight John Prophet goes like I will show you who has more limbs. It, yeah. it, like, you Love know. Love that. Oh, it's so fun. Like things like that jump to the forefront. But uh, Yeah, if you like comics for art, you cannot go wrong reading this. Yes. And uh so yeah, no. Uh that said, uh, uh, uh yeah. I think that's Good times are had by that's, all. That's all we're going to talk about with John with with Prophet. Yay. Number 1. Remission. Ooh. Uh, so let's put that away for now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and Gabriel. Yeah, Daniel. Uh, so next week, 
Near. We're going to return to uh, uh, Stranded. 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 Uh, and we're going to do a little book called The Bell Jar. You've been looking forward to this one. Oh, yeah, totally. It's the one of the things that's like, oh, hopefully we're going to pick something like Bell Jar. Is, is, is it a blind spot for you? After, have you never read it before? No, I've never read it before. Oh, I, I don't really even know what it's about, to be honest. Um, it's about a dizzy young dame in a big city trying to make it in a fashion magazine until her world crumples around her. Okay, cool. That's 100% the story. All right, I'm, I'm down for it. Um, and uh, yeah, no, and, and, and like I've been waiting to fucking do this, but I said the thing is like, oh, do you want to read another you read crime and punishment? 800 fucking things? You read the Poisonwood Bible? I mean, like, you know, whatever. It's the Strand 80. Poisonwood Bible was, was amazing. Po- I'm so glad we Yeah, po- Poisonwood Bible's great. East of Eden's great. Uh, uh, what are the other long ones that we read that actually ended up being like great? Um, um, 100 Years of Solitude. 100 Years of Solitude. Anna Karenina. Tree Goes in Brooklyn. Tree Goes in Brooklyn. It's like, all right, but after a while, yeah. you're just like, I'm sick. Gone at the Wind. We're reading 600 page. Highly literary stuff. Yeah, yeah. God damn it. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking that because we did this for one of your picks, um, either after after Bell Jar, let's either return to an older short story in between just to give ourselves a break. But how about we return to Gone Baby Gone? We'll go to the Kenzie Gennaro series. Mm-hmm. I can hop on that. Or maybe if you want to do, a, I'll do like a comics return my own way. And we can do Dororo. Dororo. The, by uh, Osamu Tezuka. Okay. No, that'd be actually fun yeah that's like the whole book that's a big book. we'll do like half okay yeah it's, it's a, <laughs> that's an interesting comparison where the art is so spare but also if you want to really obsess over every panel you can yeah no that's that's going to be a fun thing to talk about also again we're talking about a comics legend you know yeah, yeah. tezuka yeah uh cool uh, i'm down for that but skrill next week bell jars bell jars by sylvia plaiths glabels yeah. Um, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't done it already, please check out Self-Evident Asian America Stories. It is a cultural heritage documentary podcast about the Asian American experience. I wrote and produced episode three, the talk we were supposed to have. Um, it recently aired on San Francisco Public Radio, so that's a huge deal. It was also featured on the AV Club, so that's a double huge deal. So please listen to that. I'm very proud of it. Yeah. Ooh. It's a thunderstorm. It's a jazz storm. Okay. And besides that, on my follow me on Instagram at read.richards. Give this show a listen or two, or give that a listen, a review, and a subscribe, etc. Mm-hmm. What about you, Guy? Uh, Twitter, Top Count Radio, Instagram, Slow Rears, where I'm mainly active. Twitter. Uh, also, get my fiction right now, uh, anywhere you get ebooks, but specifically get the physical copies on Amazon. They are The Hi. Shadow from the Deep and A Cook in the Kingdom. Hi. And then that's it. That's the end of the show. Tight. All right. All right bye, everyone. Bye. See you next week. This has been a Top Count Radio production, executive produced by Daniel Gonzalez and Gabriel Mara. For more shows and information, go to topcountradio.com. Top